If we are spending all of our day and all of our life masking, pretending to be something that we're not, what we start to learn is, is that the things I do, the fuck ups that I have, the failures that present themselves, the comments that people say to me, all of those things around us start to mean something about us. I am so excited to be finally back talking to you all. Like it has been a red hot minute. So if you are new to this space, welcome. My focus, instead of just being on broad mental health, I've really kind of niched down a little bit in terms of ADHD. And so what I want to do every week is answer your questions about ADHD. Welcome to another ADHD chat with me, Sky. Today, I really wanted to talk with you about something called self-compassion. Now, here's the thing, right? Before you kind of, you know, insert eye roll, glaze over, like, fuck, Sky, I've heard about self-compassion forever. I know what it is. I encourage you to really just sit in this space with me for a little bit and just to hear my perspective on why in particular self-compassion is so important for humans, but in particular for us ADHDers, right? You know, if you think about many of us, and if it's not you, that's totally cool, but most of the time, humans as a collective, people with ADHD, people with other diagnoses, we're walking around trying to fit in. We're walking around thinking that there is this standard about how we are supposed to be, how we are supposed to show up, what the right way is to do fucking life. And we are constantly getting feedback from external, kind of creating an internal dialogue with ourselves to figure out, am I getting it right yet? You know, am I gonna be worthy enough yet? Are people gonna love me now that I'm fucking, you know, got my shit together? And that to me is just a fucked up thing that we get caught up in as humans. Now, when I talk about self-compassion as a strategy, self-compassion is important because if we are spending all of our day and all of our life masking, right? Pretending to be something that we're not, what we start to learn is, is that the things I do, the fuck ups that I have, the failures that present themselves, the comments that people say to me, all of those things around us start to mean something about us, right? So instead of I fucked up and oh well, it's I fucked up and that means that I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough, right? Like you, I want you to sit with it for a minute and I want you to think about the last time you did something that you perceived was not okay by the standard that you think you should live by, right? Like really get that in your mind right now. Like what was it? And then I want you to think about what was the dialogue that was going on in my head when I did the thing? So for me, one of the things that I can remember is sometimes what I do, because I'm honest and I'm blunt and I will tell you how I think and feel, right? If you ask the question, I said something that later I was like, fuck Sky, should have been filtered, wasn't filtered, right? And so I started to make these internal judgments because I got quite a negative response from that person. 
I was like, oh my God, Sky, you fucked up. You're an idiot. Like, how can you be a psychologist and be so kind to people? And then with your friends, like you're such an asshole. Like I made all of these stories around the thing that I did. And when I started to do that, what I did is I almost, it's like I blocked any capacity for me to make positive change, right? Because you think about it, if you make everything you do personal, if you make everything you do mean something about you, it's pretty fucking hard to disentangle from it, right? Like how many of you, I'd love to hear from you, personalize the shit out of everything you do, right? Most of us. Now, insert self-compassion. Because to me, right, what we normally do is we're like, oh, I'm noticing I'm doing this thing and it's wrong. I want to get it right. So what's the strategy so I can get it right? But what we're really saying, because we're not kind of languaging it properly in what's going on internally, is I'm not good enough. What do I need to do over here that will somehow have me feel good enough? Now, sorry to break or be the bearer of bad news, but nothing. There is nothing that you can do in this world that will make you good enough simply because of the fact that you were born good enough, right? Now, hear me out for a minute because as a psychologist, I get many challenges to this question, right? It's like, who are you to say that I'm good enough? Well, I want you to think about this for a minute, right? At one point in your life, you were a baby, right? little bitty baby like I want you to think about the cutest fucking baby you have ever seen and if you don't like babies think about a fucking puppy right now I want you to line up in your mind 10 babies in front of you 10 cute little babies or puppies or cats whatever it is that you find cute that is little and then in those I want you to put in your mind in your visual a picture of you as a baby right because if you think about it those 10 babies before you put the picture in right think about those 10 babies which one of those babies is not worthy like tell me right now which one of those babies that you are looking at in their little cribs in your picture those little puppies which ones were born not worthy like let me know right here's the thing we are all born fucking worthy now insert your picture you are one of those babies that was born worthy we are all born worthy of love right like this is my strong belief but what happens in life right through conditioning through mental health through culture through so many different things is we start to be taught messages around our worth and we start to get this idea of especially with ADHDs I'm not good enough I'm falling short I'm lazy I'm not smart, like insert whatever your story is that's been created through you having ADHD in your lifetime. Now, none of those stories really mean anything about your worth, but what you have done in life to feel like you wanna be able to fit in and be liked and loved is attached all of that stuff to your worth. So now we spend a lifetime going, how can I not be a fuck up? Oh my God, we are gonna fuck shit up. And though we're not a fuck up, and this is why self-compassion is important, right? Because if you think about the context for a minute, I am a fuck up. That means that every single thing about you needs to be worked on in order for you to actually be successful. I fucked up means there's now one thing we need to focus on and manage and work on in order for life to be a little bit calmer. 
Think about the difference in the overwhelm in our mind when we're like everything needs to be worked on. There's this one thing right now in this moment that I'd like to work on. Like the difference is quite phenomenal, right? So self-compassion to me is the bridge between I have to work on everything because there is something fundamentally wrong with me to this behavior in this moment is problematic and I need to support myself to manage it, right? If we don't have self-compassion, if we can't come at ourselves from a place of you are not the fuck up and though the thing that you did probably wasn't great, then we are going to stay stuck in overwhelm, in I'm not good enough, in blah, 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 right? So... I'd love to like just do a bit of a mental check for yourself for a minute. Like when you hear the word self-compassion, like what automatically springs to your mind, right? Like when I started to think about self-compassion and I worked with one of my coaches, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's the fucking self-love and I'm meant to like myself and blah, blah, blah. And that's fucking hard. Like if I could love myself, I would, right? And what I've now come to understand, and this is my opinion, is that self-compassion isn't necessarily about, I love myself and this is amazing, or I like myself and this is fantastic. Self-compassion is, can I see, Parenting 101, that I am not the fuck-up, the fuck-up is a behavior. So start separating. You know how we do with children, it's like, I love you and the behavior that you did wasn't okay. Self-compassion is Parenting 101 for yourself. It is where you start coming and seeing yourself as worthy, whole, and lovable, and seeing that your behavior is separate to who you are. It's part of you, yes. You're responsible for it, yes. But it doesn't mean in as a whole that there's something wrong with you, right? Simple example, like when I'm late for something, right? Used to be like, oh my God, I am such a shit friend. I am always late. I can't get it right. The minute we go into that story, we cannot meet ourselves with a strategy because the strategy then was like, okay, I'm going to set my alarm early and I'm going to tell Joel to remind me to, to be on time, right? And I'm going to do blah, 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 blah. And sometimes, sometimes I'll get there on time. And in those moments, I feel really good. But then the other times where my ADHD is just really loud that day, that strategy, even though I'm managing it really fucking hard, isn't going to work. And so what happens then is the shame spiral of, see, I can never get it right. It doesn't matter. The strategies are never going to work. There's something wrong with me. Everybody else can get their shit together, right? When we're coming from that place of I'm not good enough, no strategy is ever going to work because the concept of working needs to change. It's like management. A strategy is only ever about managing ADHD. A strategy is not going to stop you from fucking shit up at some point in life. Let's be honest, whether you've got ADHD or not, we're fucking human, like we're gonna get things wrong. So if we can pull it back and we can actually start seeing ourselves as worthy and whole, and it's a fucking practice in itself, I'm not saying it's not, right? But coming from a place of curiosity and compassion and going, okay, I see me, but I am separate from the behavior that I just did, right? Then we can focus on the behavior. We can focus on changing things. We can focus on putting strategies in place. We can focus on, you know, getting somewhere on time a little bit more often because now it's simply a behavior that we have to work on. It's not a sense of self. 
it's and I love that it's giving yourself the grace to be human and not perfect because let's be honest if you spend a lifetime as living in neurodivergence trying to be neurotypical it's never gonna work right because your brain is wired differently you have different struggles and you have different problem and you have different ways that you see and view the world and there are different things that are required for you to be able to do the things that you need to do right so I want you to start thinking for yourself how do I separate who I am right from the behavior that I do and to start with it's going to be really fucking hard but language I'm honest right it's gonna be difficult and it's possible because let's be honest how fucking hard is it living every day thinking you're not good enough right that shit's hard in itself but to me it starts with language okay and as simple as this sounds I want you to start in your mind the next time something shows up in your world instead of labeling the thing I am not good enough I have failed I'm such an idiot I'm gonna get in trouble because I'm a fucking blah 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 I want you to start labeling the behavior so an example might be I noticed that on Monday I overcommitted things in the morning and I noticed because of the overcommitment and the choice that I made there I was late to my specialist appointment in the afternoon right we're noticing we're not labeling we're not judging we're noticing and so the minute we start to notice we can start to see where we need to intervene right because if we're coming from a place of I'm noticing I overcommitted in the morning and then I was late in the afternoon we've now noticed the problem is that if we overfill a morning we are going to be late in the afternoon so the problem isn't I don't want to be late the problem is overcommitment yeah because you see how the problem is sometimes not the problem so working backwards observing noticing seeing things for what they are is coming from a place of compassion okay the thing happened I get it right I've got ADHD I get it it didn't feel good that's okay and though that means nothing about my worth as a human cool okay so if I now got curious and I come from a place of an observer let's do a chain analysis from beginning to end of what actually happened and then backwards I can start looking at where the problem that actually needs to be managed is and then then only then can we go cool what strategy is needed to manage my ADHD do you see how that was the last step right like when we Google things, if you think about it, like even me, when I first started seeing a coach, I was like, okay, what's the strategy? Like, what do I need to do to fix myself? And they're like, calm the fuck down. Like, let's actually pull back, see what the relationship is with yourself and where the problem actually is before we get to strategy. Because we all know the strategies. Like, let's be fucking honest. Like if I said to you right now, what's the strategy for time management? What's the strategy for remembering shit at the shops? What's a strategy for, um, you know, not losing things? Like literally every single fucking ADHD could give me a strategy straight away from their brain of what you could do. The problem isn't knowing what to do. The problem is understanding your ADHD, understanding your relationship with yourself and getting really clear on where are the problem for me specifically and what strategy do I need to apply when 
And only then do we start working on strategy, yeah? So this is what I would love for you to take some time with yourself, with your ADHD, and during the week, start noticing for yourself, like where am I getting caught up in not being kind to myself? You know, I literally, like my sentence in my head is, okay, Sky, like where were you a dick to yourself this week, <laughs> right? And then I start to pinpoint the times when I'm a dick to myself, and I'm like, sweet, okay, they're the moments that I need to check in what was actually happening because they're the moments that I need to practice self-compassion, yeah? So it's a process. Figure out where first, right? And then practice. What does self-compassion look like for you? Like for me, self-compassion literally means like stopping in a moment. Like I will literally say to myself, stop. I put my hands on my heart because for me that's my connection to self, right? And I literally say, I use my name like to direct it to myself. I'm like, Sky stop you're okay and I take a breath and I really try to center myself and then I'm like okay like if we just stop for a moment and we come at this as a observer if we come at this as someone who is just curious about what was going on what would we be seeing in this moment differently and that for me is how I practice self-compassion you know, I've tried speaking kinder to myself or saying nice words or, you know, challenging the negative stuff. And for some people that works. And if it works for you, rock on, keep fucking doing it. But for me, what is more helpful with self-compassion is just centering and grounding myself and then allowing myself a moment to observe what's going on from a different space. Because when we put room between us and what's going on, we're practicing that parenting 101, right? We're practicing I'm separate from the behavior. There is now space. There is now room to breathe. There is now room to stop and check in and just analyze what the fuck is going on. And when we can start to do that, we are going to have more success, not always success, but more success in how we manage our problem every day when it comes to ADHD. So I really hope that was helpful. And I so am open to people's thoughts about self-compassion, your definitions, like the things that you kind of do to kind of work on, on taking care of yourself in moments. And so if you want to, in the Facebook group, like Living With ADHD, I would love for you to jump in and share your experiences Okay, so have an awesome day. I will talk to you all next week. And this week is all about just observing. See you, everyone.